life. 100% of the time when you listen to Bob Marley, you're not going to be a mass shooter. That's a common thread right there. in Brooklyn. Man, Whaler's really carrying this one. Bob, get to the stage, man. <laughs> one moment, man. Me puffing on a bomba. You ever see him in concert? Yeah, I mean, not see him personally, but like concert videos? No. Dude, you want to talk about somebody who feels the music, man. Like someone who... This is a weird thing to say. The spirit of the music channels itself through every ounce of Bob Marley. That means everything to me when I see a live concert. Like if I, if even if I don't like the genre, the artist, whatever, if I see they're they're feeling it and their heart and soul is in it, I will appreciate it as as a live performance. That's what sold me on Bob Marley. I was casually familiar with him before the Legend CD came out in '87 with all of his hits, and then that came out and everybody had it. So I was like, okay. And then I watch a couple of VHS tapes, perhaps even beta format, of his old concerts. And dude, just like lost in the music, skanking it up. Like you can just tell, you feel like a higher power is delivering its message through Bob Marley's music, if that makes any sense at all. I think there's a documentary out about the attempted assassination of Bob Marley and how he was stuck in the middle between two warring factions in Jamaica. Should be pretty interesting. But that's not what killed him. What killed him? Uh, wasn't it toe cancer? Yeah. Cancer. Yeah. What, was it on his foot? So he, I think, if I always think that it is, but I believe he had an infected toe that got so bad that he finally got it checked out. And when they checked it out, they found out he had brain cancer. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, new Netflix documentary, Who Shot the Sheriff? That, that's new, it right? isn't just another behind the music. It's a story of Jamaica at war with itself. Seven two seven No Nut November is stupid, and if you're doing it, you're doing life wrong. I didn't know it was a real thing, but now I see it's really gaining some momentum. Let's kill that momentum right here. Does it have to do with... Is it this month is for prostate cancer, right. right? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wasn't it healthy then to 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 do that then to clean out the pro like to keep the prostate well, small? It used to be no shave November, and I right. don't know if this is trying to take it to the next level. I, I think that they've been working, you know, hand in hand together for years. No nut at a at a much lower, you know, scale. Sure. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Did you see me wince there? Uh, <laughs> and, and let's uh, let's just stop this movement right now. Do you, I mean? No one's doing it. Even if people are saying right. they're doing it, you you, you can't. They're not. I would love to do it. Like I I would I would love to. I just know with one hundred percent certainty there's no way that I make it past th past three you days. You couldn't get past a six hour window, John. Yeah, <laughs> I mean twelve, but yeah. Dave, what's up, man? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How are you? Hey guys, uh, love the show. Hey Thank everybody. You. Hey, hi. Thank you. Um. So yeah, it's kind of hard for me to talk about this. I really, actually, have never talked. Well, no, I talked about it to one person in a in a in a DM, but I was um, I was almost a mass shooter in high school. What happened? And so I just wanted to give you a little insight into like 
you know, my mind. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of, you know, guessing and speculation and whatnot. Sure. But um, pretty much, so I grew up in Chicago. That's and uh, I grew up in a trailer park in Des Plaines, And the school district that I was in, we were like right on the cusp. So we got to go to Elk Grove, which was the nice area. So there's probably like 90 to 120 kids that were all outcasts. We're all garbage. We're all losers. We're all lowlifes going into this upscale community high school and we were shunned by kids by the parents by the damn principal um and and me i think i got it worse than most because i was an outcast among the outcasts right kind of like a, uh, a guy who know, couldn't even get accepted by the juggalos you know what i mean like that's like like, <laughs> like why'd you point at me they accept me just the lowest uh, you know you you can't even fit in with the kids who don't fit in that probably feels a little alienating yeah, it, it, it was, you know, being a fat kid, uh, being Hispanic, being, you know, just just lower than the rest is sure. what I felt. I you know what that. I mean? I get it completely. My parents didn't make as much as the rest of the parents and such. Well, so I'm sorry. That's my fault, I guess. Not it's not um, at least that. No, no, it's not. But that's that's how it was put on me, dude. Mm. And it's just like there was so much, man, like at the mall, like the parents would walk away from us like they recognized they knew we were the outcasts. We were the trailer park kids. Right. You know, and uh so I got, um, I had, you know, Chicago, there's no, there's no shortage of gangbangers. I had plenty of gangbanger friends in the trailer park, believe that. I believe it. So I got a Springfield Armory 45 and three clips. Uh, it was my junior year. And uh, I was at a pep rally with a loaded gun with three clips. And uh, I was just going to take out the ones that tortured me. I, I, you know, I don't want to kill anyone innocent. It, 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 at least that's how I felt. You know, I didn't, right. didn't want to killed people who didn't mess with me i just wanted to get the bad guys sure. in my mind and that's probably a lot, something that a lot of people who are in that situation initially they want to do but then their rage blinds them and they just start firing madly i, I give you mad props for not yes. doing that yeah man and, and you know they did the gun control and all this dude i got it for 60 bucks off a gangbanger in a back alley you know this wasn't from a pawn shop or a gun store this was some some gun that already had bodies on it from canada you know and it's just like the gun control aspect of it, the taking this and taking that away, like you're taking away from the responsible citizens. You know, it, it's 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 the street guns that we really got to funnel down. Hey, Dave, let me ask you, man. What what do you think? Like, was it the was it the guilt you'd feel if you hit innocent classmates of yours, or was it something else that gave you the wherewithal and and the, I say the strength not to go through with what you were thinking about? Well, it was, uh, and she passed. I don't mind saying her name. It was my counselor, Vivian Fox. Um, I, she's been talking to me. She was the only person in that school who cared, dude. And, uh, you know, she knew, she just, she knew, I don't know how she knew, but she knew something was up. And uh, she talked to me two class periods before the pep rally, because it was during the lunch uh, block. And, um, you know, she just said, she just said the right stuff, man. Just, you know, it's going to get better. This is just high school. You know, all these kids are a-holes. Everyone grows out of it. Right. And uh, and then, you know, I sat there and I thought about it, dude. And that that is what stopped it, man. One person. And, uh, like like one, one person doing their job. One person, in fact, going above and beyond her job and caring about an individual might have prevented a handful of deaths that sure. day in Chicago. I was, I was 100% in, dude. I was, they were already dead. In my mind, Man. you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Seth, what do you got for him? Well, what year was this, and and did you get the ideas, or were you influenced by any other school shootings? Uh, no, I knew about Columbine. 
uh, this was 2002. I was a sophomore. Um, yeah, I knew about Columbine and, uh, and stuff. It wasn't influenced by anything else. I just wanted to take out my problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? The people that were torturing me, I couldn't sleep at night. I cried every night. Like, dude, it was, it was bad. It even affects me to this day, man. Like I'm not a regular person. You know, I haven't been to a doctor in like 15 years. I don't have medical insurance. Um, I, I'm sure I have. I know I have several mental health problems that I just deal yeah. with regularly. Self-medicating. I smoke spice. Whoa, I do- whoa, 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 man. Whoa, hey, did you get some weed, man? Whoa, hold the phone. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, wait, now, isn't it weird that that's what caused yeah, it? Is. So we can, this, we'll this, this dude guy. just outlined his, his school shooting plan, and we were okay with that. The minute he says he's, he smokes synthetic this marijuana. This is going to bring those thoughts back. You're a monster. Yeah, dude, that, that stuff's going to make you crazy, man. Like that, that The reason I would say <laughs> that, that is not the the uh, the medicine for your problems, that might be the cause for a lot of your problems because that well, is... Well, no, no, I'd say it's relatively recent with the spice. Oh, I smoked weed my whole life. Okay. I drank Coke back in the day. Forget Coke. I That's recently came to spice. It's not good. No, it's not. But it's not the stuff you guys see uh, with the flipping out and all that. Like, mm. it, I, the reason I smoke it is mm. because it shuts me down 100%. I get out of my mind. I'm not locked in my own head. Right, but you can get, I, you can get, you know that we're in Florida where you can get medical marijuana now that'll do the same thing, except it's legal and it's prescribed and there are different strains that can actually help you. Well, yeah, if you're a regular person, dude, listen, I haven't done anything with my life, man. My whole life, like, I literally have done nothing i'm not i don't want to put the blame on anybody but just since my my upbringing i really and both my parents my mom was always in college she was always always reaching higher mm. uh, my dad was holding down three jobs and it's just like I, I i i think i was just ruined at such a young age by just all the crap i, I had to that. take as a kid man just from being an outcast Let you me know ask you this, just my from man. being born on the other side of the fence you know what i mean yeah but listen I can tell that you're a pretty self-aware guy and that you want to be better and that you want to do better in your life. Have you ever thought about sitting down with someone if you don't write yourself? If you do write yourself, then then definitely writing what kept you from being a shooter. But if you do know somebody who can write, um, talking to them about your story because that's fascinating to me and I'm pretty jaded by the events of the world. I'm sure a lot of people would like to hear the story of what kept you from being one of these mass shooters, you know? It was it was Miss Fox, man. Well, I know what I it was. You, all those kids were dead, dude. He just went know? right to page nine hundred sixty-two. Uh, but but no, I mean I mean I mean documenting your story. You know what I mean? Like I know. Listen, dude, I, I, we got to run, and, and and I hope you can find some mental help that you uh, you richly deserve. Oh, I can't. And I tried. I don't have insurance, and I don't have the money for it. John, so it's that's kind why, of that's why I self medicate. It's kind of deep to wrap and up. That's, on. that's the biggest problem, dude. It's such a money grab, yeah, man. I know. You can't get help if you don't have money. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, John, what you got yeah. for him? So let me ask you this question. Drew kind of asked it, but I don't think you was it was it the te- the counselor who helped you made you realize you had a future? Was it always that you you didn't want your life to be ruined, or did you think you couldn't actually kill somebody? Oh no, I could. It was one hundred percent her words. Just the fact that this will come to pass. It's only four years. Just deal with it. Eat your s. You're gonna get a lot of s. Deal with it, sift through it, learn from it, grow from it, and get out of here. Go make a life somewhere. I never did that, but it was what I needed to hear at the time. How old are you? I'm 32. Your life is still young, dude. You're in your first third of your life, and uh, and you can't do anything about what you've been through. You can do something about the next 20 years or so. You seem to be on that path. I wish I had a resource oh, I, for I you. I try to do good, 
man. But just, I help out at the church and I try to help right. out the homeless. I self-medicate and I stay to myself and I keep my my insanity locked away. This is literally the first time I've talked about just inside my head. How do you feel so about I, it? You I, feel I, okay I now? Help. Um, it, it feels, you know, like, dude, I was about to cry. And now I feel, I do feel a lot better. Like I'm pacing. Um, yeah, it, it did help a lot to talk about it. Yeah, and, man, uh, maybe that's what these kids need is just an avenue. Just someone. Maybe they, they need, need you. Maybe they need you, man. Maybe you are that Miss Fox to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that's your purpose in life is to be the Miss Fox. Not unless you want to switch gender, you don't have to do that, but to yeah, be, no, to, to be that for someone who might do the same thing. You were given a gift by her. You should give that gift to someone else. Yeah, right on. That's a good point. You really should. I mean, if you approached a, a bunch of schools near you and said, hey, here's my story, nine out of ten would probably say, get the hell out of here. But one school might be like, you know what? We could really use you to try to, to try to connect to the youth. I, I think that might be your calling. I think Drew's probably right, and you should definitely look into that. I, I would say maybe don't approach any any schools. Uh, you know, oh, email, what email for them. Email. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> I mean, like, I, let, me, let me reword what my counterpart, Seth, I'm here said. I'm here for the principal now. <laughs> He's I'm on like, Spice. Yes, I'm going to approach the school right now. Hey, elementary school! Hey, have you have you had any legal trouble? Have you been in trouble? Oh, several. I was I messed around with gangs in Chicago, uh, arson, attempted murder, drive-bys, whatnot. How long ago was uh, your last? Why I'm in Florida? That was probably like ten years. I've been clean, you know, as far as causing trouble. Right. It was just the area I grew up in, man. It was fast, easy money, and that was the only way out. Hey, can you do me a huge solid, man? I don't want to lose track of you. I'm not saying I'm going to be your best buddy or anything, and we're going to go take beverages together. But would you mind if we if we got your number and we checked in on you from time to time because? I, you're a compelling yeah, you know dude. what, Drew? You can actually unblock me from Twitter. I don't know why you blocked oh, me, dude. I always was cool to you, go. man. Jeez, I might have started another school. Sh- I'm going to unblock everybody right now. This- I don't want anybody no, no, shooting no, no, anybody. No, no, no. no, no. I- no you know what it was, man? It was around the slapping. And I hey, wait. Is it like Take It Back Thursday? Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is it Take It Back Thursday opportunity for us? My God, it's actually Thursday. This is organic as hell. We did not plan this, everyone. But we go right from I didn't shoot up a school to I want to engage in Take It Back Thursday. And here we go. Hold on. Right here. I am so sorry for that outburst. Maybe it's time to take it back. It's Take It Back Thursday. Sorry. All right. Why did I block you on Twitter? It was around the slapping, and uh, I, I, like, like I said, I listen to you guys all the time, and I dig the show. Thank you. And I feel like I know you, even though I really don't. And I make stupid jokes, like if we were buddies. And I know a lot of times it goes the wrong way, and I feel like that's what happened. Because uh, I, like, I, was, I, like, I said something about, like, I'm really happy for you and that chick, and I hope everything goes good. And I emphasize that I hope you grow old-er together, making an old joke. Oh. And then the slap happened, and then uh, I made, like, a, 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 a stupid comment, and I got blocked. Well, what was and the I'm stupid sorry. comment, young man? Um... It's okay. You know, Dave. Like, oh well, better luck next time, or that was unfortunate, or what's, just something stupid. What's your handle? Well, maybe he doesn't want to give it on the radios because you know there are people out there who are mean. Hold on one second. I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to have you give your number and your Twitter handle to John Setting. I guarantee you, it was not something as benign. It definitely wasn't as best of luck in the future. You'll find out when you unblock him because uh, there's no way he deleted that. It's 
at first when he said, hey, I'm going to take you inside the mine because I was almost a mass shooter, I thought, what what is he going to drop on Same. us? But, man, I, I found that riveting. Yeah, Dave, you're a very interesting cat, man, and we're not going to lose track of you. As soon as John gives me your Twitter, I'm going to unblock you, and no matter what you said, uh, you got carte blanche with me. And, uh, and oh, Don't say that. He might get all spiced out and then uh, you know yeah. make more jokes. No, no, do I, don't, huge... I don't tweet on spice. I fall out, dude. I use that to shut down. Well, <laughs> do me a huge solid and get off that spice, man. That's going to do it's no hard, good for dude. you. It's hard, dude. I'm know. hooked and it's oh, hard to get off. Bro. And I got to take time off work to go to a rehab and then I'll lose my place. And then I, it's just it's easier to be hooked and just deal with it. Oh, he tweets us all the time. I know him. I don't want to say his name on the radio, right. but uh, yeah, yeah, he's he cool. Does? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, you, you don't have him blocked? All right. Oh. Well, man, no, I don't block. No, no, no. Uh, all right. Well, listen, Dave, thanks a lot for a very powerful moment with us and uh, and for sharing that with me. I'm honored that you would choose to tell me what you couldn't really tell a lot of people. And uh, we're here for you every day, two to six. And I know I speak for Mike Calta, who said that this was a very uh, compelling phone call. If you need to talk to somebody in the morning, you got him, too. Roger and JP, unfortunately, said screw yourself. But uh, no, they, they did. <laughs> but, uh, but, but listen, we're here for you, dude. And thank you for sharing your story with us. You got his number, John, and everything? Hey, thank yep. you for listening, man. Yeah, yep. Always, dude. Yep. We always will, Dave. Thank you, man. Man, be strong. You too. Thanks. Love man. you. Love you back. What do you say? That guy I'm trying to find it right he now. He tweets. A, he tweets a lot, so you'll you'll know him. I All mean, right. do you know his handle? Yeah, Yo, you would know it if you saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write it down for me. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Wow, that was crazy. You never know what you're gonna un- uncover any given day in talk radio. You know that's why. Uh, that's why you sit through the commercials right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Him. Yes. Wow. I mean, I guess I should have figured given the story and everything. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't either. You don't really know the backstory behind the Twitter handles. I even remember why I blocked him. Oh, you do? Yeah. What did he say? Um, it wasn't even something he said to me. He said something to somebody else who I've got blocked about the show and how he, he doesn't listen that much anymore. Oh. And if I see you say something like that, I'm like, okay, cool. You don't listen that much oh, anymore. Bye. Dave. Bye. Bye. You know, hurting people hurt. John, you can get him a deal on some flowers, right? I mean, he doesn't yeah. have to smoke oh, that absolutely. spice. Well, let's see if we can supplant oh. his fake marijuana with the harmless real no, marijuana. Absolutely. All right, whatever, whatever he needs. It's a public service. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll unblock him for sure. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. You touched on it earlier in the show to start the show. Uh, Tamara yeah. Maori, yeah. Yeah, her niece was was killed in the oh. shooting. That's, uh, I mean, it doesn't make it any more tragic, doesn't make it any less tragic, but, uh, you know, another mass shooting. Uh, I hate to keep Marcello holding, but we're, uh, we're up. Let me just get him he's before the break. Yeah, he's fine. He's good. I am. He's you know, good. Cello, what's up, buddy? How you doing, guys? Everything's uh, good. I want to tell David that hang out in there. I move from country to country to find my place in life. And I find that when I moved to the United States back in 96, okay, I mean, sometimes you got to just keep staying there and keep pushing hard, and sometimes you find your place in life, and I find mine here. I mean, just life is, life always opens a window when all the doors are closed. Just, that, that's what I want to tell Dave. Those are good words, man. you. Yeah. You, you are a regular guy, uh, Drew. You don't need no therapy. It's just, we all a little bit crazy in head. Yeah, you might I mean, be right. That's what it makes this beautiful world. Yeah, it is a beautiful world. You're right, and, I, and I'm not going to hurt myself or hurt anybody else. I just got some things I'd like to tighten up about myself a little bit. You know what I mean? Tight. Why? You don't have to tighten nothing else. All you right. yourself. Be yourself. Yes. Be happy. Yes. No try. No try. <laughs> that's what we make this world so beautiful. We all so different. We all so crazy. 
We have beautiful things inside right. of us. He's an enabler. That's what makes this yeah. world I beautiful. I love it. Yeah, you, thank you, Marcello, my friend. I appreciate that very much. Have yourself a great night uh, serving up delicious food at Gennaro's on Paso Grill. You too, guys. I just called to tell you that you know you're a great guy, and you don't need to change an ounce of you. You're a great mm, guy, too. Thanks, Drew. buddy. I appreciate that, man. I, I need to change several ounces, not a pound. You know what? I really, If I ever open up a radio station, which I never would do, I would have a therapist on on site like they do on, a, what's that show, Billions, Billions on oh, X yeah. Capital. You just go in there. We're very we're, we're sensitive artists. We go in there. We're feeling crazy. We just go in there. We talk to the therapist for 10, 20 minutes. We go back out there. We take on the rest of the workday. Yeah. I guarantee, from a medical perspective, on any given week, at least one of us should be speaking to a therapist. Oh, the, yeah. One of us, the three in this room. Oh, I would say two out of three yeah, of yeah, us yeah. at any given time should be sitting down and talking to somebody. What's that supposed to mean? No, I, I'm, are I'm you saying, saying are, I'm, who's, I'm saying the so same all, exact thing that I'm saying about myself as I'm saying about the, so the two of you. I think we have something very similar about us who, that we're that we're. <laughs> who's the most fractured then, John? Um, on the show, you. <laughs> oh wow, he didn't hesitate. No, I didn't. Hmm. No, you're right. Yeah, I got problems, but it's okay. Well, look, we've all got problems. We I, think I, have- I, I think I couch my problems a lot more than Seth does, but if you were yeah. really to take a deep That's dive true. as to what's going on, I, got I, am, I am just as fractured as he I is. I let my problem flag fly. <laughs> <laughs> you people need to know what's going on in here. <laughs> See, my problem flag is about a half mass right now. <laughs> Seth is just always flying yeah. that flag. I let people know. Hey, look, I, I have mental illness. I have issues. I, I'm on the radio. You might hear it. You might not hear it. I have massive, massive problems that sometimes I self-medicate. I see a professional therapist, it doesn't always help. It's something I have to live with for the rest of my life, and I just try to make sure I'm not this way around my daughter. Yep. That's all That's all I can do is try to make sure that I don't pass any of this stuff down to her. Yep. And and none of us will tell you for a second that we are normal people by any stretch of the imagination. And Dave, I'm honored that you shared with me what you did, but I'm not a therapist, and I'm, I'm not equipped to give you anything that could... You could put in your pocket and carry with you for the rest of your life, but there are people who could. He sounds like he turned a corner, though. I, I just yeah. think he needs to find out what his calling is. And it, and it might be talking to the youth. I think that might be hard with, with this record. Sure. But maybe there can be some back alley chats that John Senning could set up. Or, yeah, you're right. Uh, just get off that damn spice. That's really, that's a problem. Well, John's got some flowers that can shut you down for days. Yeah, it's called okay. death. <laughs> you smoke it and you die inside. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a strain of cannabis that I would yeah. try right there. Death. Not black death, not white death, not just death. Hey, you want to smoke some death? All right, we're going to come back and talk about some lighthearted stuff. If you're on hold and you've been waiting to do so about the shooting today, of course we're going to get with you. Just a busy show so far. And thanks again to Dave and all the positive feedback on that. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.